Hey, welcome to Horse Hour. Tonight's a special episode on pet bereavement. If you're struggling with the loss of your horse, you don't know how to cope with the grief. Then we're joined by Diane from the Pet Bereavement Support Service at the Blue Cross. And we're also joined by Alex, who lost her horse a couple of years ago. And she's just going to share with us her story and how she dealt with it. Hey 
body hurts sometimes So hold on 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 Cause no, you're not Welcome to Horse Hour Live, where we're talking about bereavement this evening. It's a subject that I don't think is talked about enough. I think there is a a bit of fear um, that it's not okay to be upset. It's not okay to be sad. and, And when should we be feeling okay again? And the truth is, it is okay to be sad. And it's okay to be upset, whether it was two weeks ago, three months ago, five years ago. Our horses are such a huge part of our life. They're our best friends, they're our family, and in some instances, they're even our therapy. I know that Blackjack is is definitely my therapy. You know, he's my little counsellor. I go and talk to him all the time about my problems. He never gives me the solution, but um, I always feel better for talking to him. So when is the right time to get over it, as people say. And I don't think there is a right time. So tonight is for you. It's the opportunity for you to tell us how you're feeling, talk about how you're feeling, and know that there are lots and lots of other people out there who feel exactly the same as you do. It it may be that your friends and your family don't really understand what it's like to lose a horse, to say goodbye, um, but the equestrian community do. And I'd like to start by, first of all, just saying to Zara Tyndall how much we feel for her right now. It was only a couple of weeks ago she was left heartbroken because her dream perfect horse, Toy Town, he died. He was 24 years old. He'd had an amazing career and um, an old age just took its toll. And and that's the, the same with any with when, whenever you're saying goodbye to a horse, whether they're 24 or whether they're four, you're saying goodbye to somebody that you dearly, dearly love. Do tell us on Twitter this evening. We are here to support you and we'll be speaking to Diane James shortly as well from the Blue Cross Pet Bereavement Support Service who are on hand this evening to offer advice if you do want to have a chat and just talk to somebody about how you're feeling. We'll speak to Diane in a, in a little bit um, and uh, we will be talking and sharing your tweets as well. So tweet us at Horse Hour and don't forget to include hashtag Horse Hour and on Facebook and Instagram too. When it's black, take a little time to hold yourself. Take a little time to feel around before it's gone. You won't let go, but you still keep on falling down. Remember how you saved me now from all of my wrongs. And if this love just feel it, and if this life will see it, there's no time. 
Sour Live, where we're talking bereavement this evening. If you've lost your horse, then it's okay to talk about it, and that's what this evening is all about. I'd like to welcome a lovely lady called Diane James from the Blue Cross. How are you, Diane? I'm fine, and thank you for having us this evening. Oh, thanks so much for joining us. I mean, this is heartbreaking. We've only just got started at eight o'clock, and um, and we st- we started last week saying that we were going to be holding an hour designated to you if you've if you've lost your horse you're not really sure how you're coping with it but also to share some memories of the horses that you've lost and over the weekend already people have been tweeting um some lovely messages uh emily says i've always been there for all of my animals they're my family as a veterinary nurse i see this every day and it never gets easier it's so true isn't it it is it is so true and uh, i think if you've loved and lost any animal and you've had that connection and the unconditional love you you totally understand it 
how do you guys help because from the sounds of it you've set up this support network that i have i can't see anywhere else in the world and it's what can you tell me what it's called i can it's the uh, pet bereavement support service it's run by blue cross and we've been going over 22 years now Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. And you've got a telephone number. If anybody's concerned this evening or would just like to chat to somebody, then um, and what number can they call? We do. We have a free phone number and it's 0800 096 6606. We're open every day of the year from 8.30 until 8.30 p.m. every night. Oh, is that run by volunteers? It is. It's totally manned by volunteers who are fully trained. They've all experienced um, a loss of their own. And what they are, they're there to support and to listen and to signpost if you need it. Like where they need to go and what the plans are. Yeah, because sometimes um, when people ring up, it can involve a lot more. So maybe they need to see the GP, the Samaritans, um, crews, citizens' advice. It may be sort of a financial issue that, that they haven't lost, the animal isn't bereaved, but they can't afford to pay for treatment or things like that. Oh, my goodness. You don't even think about things like that. And and one thing that that I think I'd be phoning you for as well is the, the planning and the, the leading up to making that awful decision, because there's so much that goes into it. And we don't want to go into detail about that now. But, you know, if it's the first time that you've got to even consider putting your horse to sleep, you you don't know where to start. So I'm guessing you guys can help with that, too. We do. What we um, we do is sometimes I think you, you know that the route you need to take, but you need to talk to somebody who's impartial, totally confidential, mm-hmm. um, where you can feel supported in an environment where you haven't got to make a hasty decision and you can just discuss it. Well, that's half the problem, isn't it, is knowing when the right decision is the right decision, when the timing's right, because it's not like they can talk to us, is it? They can't tell us. You know, we know if they're in pain and it's just such a difficult decision to make. And from what I'm hearing is that there's so much guilt that you feel afterwards. How are you supposed to deal with that guilt? Do you know, it's um, part of grief. They often they talk about all the feelings you're going to have and they often leave out guilt. And yet it's the biggest thing we hear. And that's why we say communication, talking to people. And what we say is, is we like to listen more than we talk because it's important people can put over how they are feeling so that we can help them to rationalise it. But most important, normalise everything they're feeling. Well, it's okay, isn't it, to feel upset? Some people have said, uh, in fact, I had a message a couple of months ago, which is what led me to want to do this, um, because she was so sweet. She sent me an email and said, you know, I lost my horse 18 months ago. And I'm not over it. And I don't know how to get over it. I've tried everything. I've tried talking to people. I've tried counsellors. But the counsellors don't understand because they're not equestrians. So I actually suggested she went to an equestrian counsellor who uses horses for therapy because I thought they might understand a little bit more about the relationship that, that we have and that and how much the, our horses are our part of the family. But mm-hmm. the pet bereavement, your, your guys and your team will be able to really help with that because they work with animals all the time, don't they? We do. And uh, what I, people really need to know is everything you're feeling, all those emotions, um, a big one is anger. Um, and they are totally, totally normal. And that's what we help you with. Um, when you go through a cycle of grief, we are all different, all individuals. Um, and the people say that you'll get over it. Time's a great healer. We are all different, but we just learn to go day by day. There's no time limit, sadly. 
And I felt when I lost my dog, I felt that I, oh, I felt the guilt. I felt the anger. I felt the anger with myself more than anybody, though, because I, I thought I'd done everything that I possibly could to prevent the inevitable happening. Um, and even though there wasn't anything that I could do. I still blamed myself and I'm if I just can't imagine what it would be like if it was an accident and somebody hit your horse or your horse got kicked or it was something out of your control I I can't imagine how angry those people would be and where they would then focus their their that that angry energy on it would be awful you know you're you're right there and it is it's uh Anger is a really big part, especially when you you mix it with guilt, because you think if only you start to enter the equation, if only I'd not taken that route, if only I'd got them to the vet sooner. Um, lots of different ways that people can deal with it. Um, we're all individual. For example, um, sometimes people say that to, to sort of stand on top of a mountain and scream out loud. There's, there's many ways you can sort of let your anger out. But most importantly, pick the phone up and talk to us and we'll let you know it is normal. And um, everybody at the end of the phone are animal lovers. Are they? Are they trained counsellors? We like to. We, they're not trained counsellors. We like to. What we do is we actually say it's support. Um, and while some of the team are trained counsellors, the the ladies and gents on the line are volunteers, and they're home based. So it's a voluntary role that you can actually work from your home. Um, but the one thing is they've all gone through a loss, and they're all fully trained by us. Um, and it, it's, there are very varieties of calls, but to just know that we're there and it's free. Um, but most importantly, if you don't want to ring and you can't talk, we offer a free email service as well. Anywhere in the world can communicate with us via technology. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's so kind of them to spend their time volunteering to help other people. Um, it can't be easy for them either having to listen to these stories. I mean, I, sh- I should imagine it probably affects them quite badly themselves, especially if they've been through it. But I guess going through it means that they're more equipped to be able to offer the right advice and kind of help somebody through that. Um, an interesting thing that I've heard a lot over the weekend is uh, there's a tweet here from Pepper. She says, most people I know really regret not being there. I'd like to think I would be able to be there for Scotty. He deserves it. What are you got? What are you hearing when people are phoning? Are, are more people being with their horses? Are they finding that a little bit easier to be able to say goodbye when they're there, or are they finding it harder not being there when it happens? Um, what we say is a person decision like that is totally up to the individual. But we're finding now more and more they're actually being asked, whereas in the past it was taken for granted that they shouldn't be there, that there was no need for them to be there. They're actually being asked now because it's recognised that some people it can help and they need to be there to help themselves and the actual horse themselves. It can calm them. Um, but the, the one thing is it's great now that people are actually being asked if they want to be there. My field friend, she had to put her horse to sleep on Tuesday and it was heartbreaking. Like, I just can't, ex- the words don't explain for her, really. I felt so much pain for her and wanted to support her and wanted to be there for her. But as people on the sideline where it's not affecting you at the time, it's really difficult for them as well because they want to be able to help and support. But you don't know what to say. You don't, you don't know what to do. I phoned her the night before and said, you know, if you would like me there with you, I'll, I'll be there um, texting, calling, seeing how she is. But it's not going to do anything, is it? Whatever we say is not going to be able to take that pain away. And I are there people are there families that can call you as well and say how do I help my my wife how do I help my loved one get through this 
there are we're there for anybody whether it be family um friend a relative anything but what i will say is is what you just said that you actually contacted your friend and let her know you were there that's really important because sometimes people avoid situations because they fear upsetting somebody more but her knowing that you're there would mean a great deal to her oh gosh i hope so um it just to have to make i mean her horse was 28 at the time and he was really poorly and it and it was time for him to go but then i can sit there and say it was time but what's time is time a day a month a year Mm. um it's just so so difficult and i feel for everybody immensely that has to go through this and and even people that go through it very suddenly because i've also heard lately um a couple of people have said oh well i made the decision and then it happened the next day and that was how they dealt with it, dealt with it, because they dealt with it quite quickly. So they didn't give themselves time to um, really not think about it, but work themselves up in their head. But for some people, like, like my friend, she wanted a month to be able to spend time with her horse and say goodbye properly and know that the last few weeks of his life were really enjoyable. Um, and the other person that had it done the next day said that pain was too much for her to be able to cope with. And, and I worry, I don't want people to get depressed and it to affect them not going back to work, which grief does that, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it, grief is a huge thing that can, can, you know, if it's not dealt with and it's not recognised and people feel they can't talk about it, can make people quite ill. And uh, what you just said as well, where some people the next day um, deal with it or they go and get another pet or another horse, the same as if you want to make memories, that's a really good way as well, because um, having a bucket list for a horse, taking it on favourite rides, doing favourite things with it, really, really important. So you make those memories as well. But uh, it is important. It's important to communicate. Let people know how you feel. Don't ever think that it's silly. It's not. But people out there now do realise that this is normal and loving of an animal is totally, totally normal and losing an animal is normal. Um, Ryder Arrow have just tweeted an interesting thing. They said, how do you or how can you ever forgive people for making that decision too soon for a horse you love but have no say over? It, it is really difficult. Um, what I would say is if whoever's had to make that decision, rather than, than let it eat you up, if you can't communicate with them verbally, write and ask them a question if you feel you need to that will give you some answers um, because to have some type of closure rather than to just be thinking things it's important you ask the questions I never thought of that closure is really important isn't it it's, it's for, for us humans we need not only to know that that I can't even say the words it's so bad but not to know that that a horse has been put to sleep but to really understand the reasons why and I guess that they're justified reasons because that's our normal mechanical brain working isn't it you need closure you need to know why and you need to know that it was justified it is i mean um the most important thing is is if we don't ask the questions whether it be like i said verbally or written um you'll always always have that at the back of your mind so that it's something then that's eating you up rather than helping you to move forward each day the other worry is how the horses deal with things so um i was very lucky that well, I yeah, I shouldn't say lucky, but I was really lucky that, that my friend was kind enough to take her horse away so that it didn't affect the other horses. Um, because uh, an equestrian writer has just tweeted, our pup was hit by a motorcycle on Saturday. I mean, bless you, my gosh, I, I really feel for you. She said, I've never seen a whole farm so quiet with grief. Even the horses are grieving. 
and and you know it is true um and it's widely recognized now animals do grieve for each other and they do know um and it's important i mean